Mark chapter 8, we read of yet another miraculous feeding. And it's nearly the same story that we read of in chapter 6, save for a few small details. Jesus has compassion on the crowds. He tells his disciples to feed them. They're amazed that he would ask so much of them, and they remark that they can't feed the crowd with such a small amount of food. But then Jesus takes that small bit and feeds the huge crowd anyways. So shouldn't the disciples have been getting the message at this point? How many times does Jesus need to do something amazing for them to understand what's going on? And it's not just the disciples who have a hard time seeing things. In verses 11 through 12, we read the Pharisees came and began to argue with him, demanding of him a sign from heaven to test him. Sighing deeply in his spirit, he said, Why does this generation demand a sign? Truly I tell you, no sign will be given to this generation. The Israel that Jesus is dealing with is really no different than the generation of Israelites who wandered around the wilderness back in the days of the Exodus. It didn't matter how many times God had saved them, fed them, or even cared for them. Every time they come across some difficulty, they freak out and lose all faith. Likewise, the generation in the days of Jesus can't seem to grasp the significance of his signs. And this is all symbolically represented in the next miracle in verses 22 through 26, where Jesus heals a blind man who at first only sees partially. Only after laying his hands on the blind man a second time can the man see everything. Up to this point in the Gospel of Mark, we're only partially seeing Jesus. Yeah, we've seen his works, his miracles, his signs, but if that's all that we see, we're only seeing half the picture. Remember what we know about Jesus in the very first verse of Mark's gospel? We're told up front that he is the Son of God. But despite all the miracles, nobody else has figured that out at this point. If all you know of Jesus is his power and his miracles, you're still not seeing it right. The full picture of Jesus starts to get drawn out through Peter's confession. In Mark chapter 8, verse 27, Jesus went out with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi, and on the road he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. And he strictly warned them to tell no one about him. Good job, Peter. You understand that Jesus is a special servant of God. The special servant of God. But Peter doesn't see what being the Messiah really means. In verse 31, Jesus began to teach them that it was necessary for the Son of Man to suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests and scribes, be killed, and rise after three days. He spoke openly about this. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning around and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are not thinking about God's concerns, but human concerns. Peter has only seen the miracles of Jesus, and he has a hard time seeing Jesus as the suffering Messiah who's about to die for his people. Plenty of people see the same wrong Jesus today. Jesus to them only becomes an answer to all of life's problems. They want him to wave away all their problems, their stress, and give them a big basket of goodies and a full and healthy life. But that's not seeing Jesus properly. That's following Satan and the concerns of man. Jesus instead says that if we want to follow him, we need to embrace the same sacrificial love that he's about to show in Jerusalem, where he will willingly die for a sinful people. 
Jesus has shown his incredible power so that we can truly appreciate how much he gives up to die for us. And only when Jesus is dead on the cross, in Mark chapter 15, do we hear a Roman centurion say, truly, this is the Son of God. If you don't see sacrificial love, if you don't see Jesus on the cross, you're not seeing Jesus at all.